Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyuer. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we're talking loneliness. That's right, GB. Something happened to me over the long weekend, and I thought, whoop. I need to tell Jodes and I need to tell our GBs. Our listener question is, if one of our listeners should keep sleeping with her mans who has um, been around the block, which, you know, we're here for. That's keeping it real cute. It was keeping it real cute. (laughs) And today, GBs, we have our first ever voice note for listener confession. So you're actually going to hear the GB straight from the horse's mouth. I fucking love it. So, Jodes, I'm obviously busting to ask about Canberra, but first things first, how has your life changed since we started this hashtag no filter challenge? Oh, my God. This challenge, honestly, what a game changer. Right? What a fucking moment for us. I feel completely different. Truly. And it's been, what, a week and a half? Yeah, I think mm. about a week and a half. Yep, yep. I didn't realise how reliant I was on mm-hmm. them until we took them away. And now my first instinct is to just go for that generic normal camera function. Same. And I feel like I've become so much more comfortable with my own raw, natural face. Yes, yes, yeah. It's crazy. This morning, you'll see I did a little uh, Morena Thirst Trap. Morena. And it's the first time I've used a filter and it's the no filter filter, which to be honest, I we compared both and it doesn't really do much. Yeah, yeah. So I still feel like I'm doing the goddamn challenge. And isn't that funny? Now, since not using filters and I honestly yeah. can't imagine going back to them because now when I use them, I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. I look crazy. Embarrassing. I, I can't, now I can't unsee how many people... Use filters. It really makes you notice. Guys and girls. I could never do, you know, like the baby face one, you know, that blows up your features. Now I'm just like, if I did that, I would just feel, I'd feel silly. I'd feel like I'd laugh, laugh, like a cartoon character. ridiculous. So I'm like, honestly, one of our best challenges to date, Jules. Yes. Truly. And we both agreed that we actually feel a lot more present because I no longer, I used to, I used to be like on the couch and use the fucking hectic filter and be like, meh, what movie should I watch? (laughs) Because I know deep down I'm looking for, I want that instant uh, validation and I actually am. I didn't realise I actually was attention seeking quite a lot when I I was feeling, and we will talk about this, when I was feeling lonely Mm. or a bit, you know, the serotonin was down, I'd be like, someone will write back to this. Oh, I mean, we all do it, hey, but I just think it's it's nice to just have that level of you know, consciousness, as you say, about how we're acting and how we're moving through this world. And I just feel so much more relaxed. As you say, like when we're hanging out, we don't have to be stressing about Mm. doing filters. Mm -hmm. We're actually just being more present with Mm. our our friends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love it. So GBs, jump on if you haven't already. It's honestly life-changing. And we don't say that too often. Just do it for a week with your girlfriends. Let us know. Let us know. Okay, Canberra, give me the lowdown. Canberra, shout out to my Canberrians. Is that what you call them? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, fuck, why not? Anyway, shout out to to those good... The CBs! Good, those quality people. Mm-hmm. Really made a bitch feel welcome. Cute. Um, the whole city was just gorgeous. Uh, mm. I was saying to Jules, it's insanely clean. I felt like I'd been transported into the Monopoly game. It was bizarre. It's, yeah. it's, the whole city's been um, completely planned out and man-made. So it's... Uh, I was shocked when you yeah, told me this. So, yeah. Which makes complete sense because every suburb is in a, it's in a perfect row. Like everything's really thought it's out. It's perfect. Yeah. And all the street names are like, you know, government-sounding names. The whole place is so legit. But the people also, the people, oh, 
so friendly, so nice, wow. so helpful. You know, um, you're walking down the street, street, if you need a hand, if you're looking a bit lost, they'll stop and ask you, how you going? Can I help you? It's not like bloody Sydney. Fuck no, if someone stops next to me, I'm sprinting home. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, if you even look at someone the wrong way, they're fucking saying, what you want, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, shout out to um, my Canberra GBs, you know, huge fan base down there. Yeah. Well, hey, that's definitely a bottomless brunch option. <laughs> yes, looking at our producer, Canberra bottomless brunch. Hey. But, yeah, what's been going on with you, Jules? I was thinking, I was like, what did I I didn't really do anything. And I always yeah. say that, but compared to the average person, like once I write it down on paper, I'm like, oh, I actually did. Like, You're quite always a doing lot. stuff. I know, but I just didn't feel like there was anything like to report. And so on for a long weekend, so... On Friday, I actually had nothing planned. And I think this is where, um, this is what fucks me up. I always end up having the biggest nights when nothing is planned. Yeah, spontaneous. So I think I was fucking just walking through the park on my way home from the gym on Good Friday. I know, who am I? And my housemate was like, um, meet me at this rooftop for drinks. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, if I have to. Say less. Oh, gun to my head. (laughs) So I went to this rooftop and this is where they, they fuck you again. So mm. I get to the counter and I'm like, oh, I'll just have a house white. You know me. Yeah, I keep yeah. it very classy, a house yeah. white. <laughs> so I'm, you know, at the pub next door, what do we pay? $5 at happy hour? Yeah. $5? $8 max. If we've been a very good girl. Yeah, and that's topped me up. Get to the front. $15.50 for one glass of wine. And I said, shit. Like, and they could obviously see that I was, you know, I've got no filter when it comes to money stuff. I was yeah. like, fuck, how big's the glass? Expecting them to bring out a fishbowl. They literally, it was a shot of Sav B for like basically for fifteen fifty. And I said, oh, fuck it. I'll just get the bottle. Like, you know, you may as well get oh the bottle. Oh, my God. And that's my number one financial tip. <laughs> so I got the bottle. And my house, we were going through a couple of bottles on this rooftop and then an MGB, one of our followers who I will um, share with you afterwards, he messaged me, who I'm good friends with outside anyway. Yeah, a male good a, bitch. A male good bitch. MGB. Yep. Um, so he messaged me and he was like, what are you doing? Do you want to come to this house party in Marrickville? Yes. I was like, fuck, I'm pretty fucking pissed in my backyard. I may yeah. as well. So, and, but then I was one of those people that I was walking there, I was like, fuck. I don't have any drinks. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And everything's closed because it's Good Friday. Oh, shit. So I called up my male bestie, the king, hey. that we talk about a lot on this podcast. Love him. Shout out. I said, can I please come over and have some of your alcohol? Because he <laughs> lives in the same suburb as the party. You know he's good for and it. And he was like, oh, come over. Come <laughs> over. So I like went to his house and he filled up vodka in a um, plastic water <laughs> bottle. And he was like, here you go. I was like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> So off I trot to this party and that was, yeah, it was fine. I've still, you know, I've I've really, I've stopped bending. So I was in bed once again, midnight, babe. That's respectable, that is. So, yeah, Saturday didn't do anything. Then Sunday, um, basically the same, ended up back at that rooftop because I was, you know, fuck, why would you, why wouldn't you go again? Um, (laughs) Back on the rooftop and then uh, met these random people, ended up at a random Surrey Hills house party with them. But I will go into that on main topic. Okay. Because something did go down. That's when shit went down, eh? Yes. And then on Wednesday night, Jodes and I had the pleasure of attending a sex toy event, yes. didn't we? That was delightful, so wasn't cute. it? Love that for us. So the brand is called Normal. Mm. Shout out to Lucy for having us and the wonderful Georgia from G-Spot. Mm-hmm. Um, she put on a beautiful little prezzo for us. And, this... a, and a beautiful spread. Oh, the spread of doom. We were absolute truffle pigs in that thing. <laughs> I, I don't think, I think oh normal people, because 
because we, like, this is, like, one of our first events and we hadn't had dinner, to be, like, respectful for us, we actually hadn't eaten. Yes. So people, you're supposed to grab your little your little salami and fucking halloumi and then and <laughs> go and mingle. Jodie and I are literally plating up. We've got the biggest plates. Like, it's like actual dinner. And I was like, oh, fuck, babe, I just want to talk to you. So here we are, people are like, oh, hey, trying to shake our hand. And we've got hummus falling out of our mouth and chips all over our shirts. We're, no, we're not getting invited ever again. And I'm going for the bloody diet Bundaberg's. I know, but it's not diet when you each have three each. Uh, so shout out to those girls, eh? They were awesome. Make sure you GBs check them out at Normal Co on yes. Instagram. They're awesome. Uh, but they did share with us a few interesting stats that we were like, oh, we have to share oh, with the yeah, GBs. Oh, yeah, let's share this. Let's yes. share this. Um, they did a um, big Australian sex survey, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Tested 1,000 Aussie yeah. participants. And what I love from this, can I just, sorry, jump, Joe, yeah. can I just jump in? Is yeah. They're really inclusive. Oh. Like, oh, I've got chills. I think they're it, awesome. All of their toys are gender neutral. Yep. And we they love even, that. They, so they name their sex toys gender neutral names. Yes. Oh, love that. And even on their IG when they post, they make sure that they don't say he or she. Yeah. It's more so about the part of the um, like anatomy. If you're a vulva owner. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. love it. Sorry, babe. We love it, love it. Um, one stat that Jules and I found really interesting is they asked the participants who prefers sex with the light off mm. and 73% of female identifying survey takers said that they preferred sex with the lights off, off. compared to 57% of male identifying survey takers who said they preferred sex with the lights on. on. And apparently, to, to no surprise to us, Jules, the most common reasoning for lights off was all around body image. Body image, right? So, yes. with the response being, you know, I don't like how I look naked. I hated hearing that. Which is so sad, but I guess so common. So, yeah. gotta ask, Jules, what's your preference? Lights on or lights off, baby? Oh, preference would be lights off only because I'm a very, like, I like to feel things. So, I wanna actually. If I'm staring at their uh, mouth or my clit, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But if I can, like, close my eyes... But then I love morning sex, so I love the mm. lightness. I think that's something sexy in that. Oh, how how good is it when you're doing the old, um, you know, you, you chuck a leg over at 2 a.m., but it's got that that slither of moonlight. Oh, and the moonlight. It sounds moonlight. much more romantic than it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the moonlight. Oh, that's fucking sexy. What about yours, my darling? It's so funny because um, when you started describing why, that's completely my reasoning too. Oh. I prefer lights off, but for me it's honestly not a body image yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Um, because sometimes it's contextual as well mm, depends mm. on who you were then 100 what's going on but i'd say i do prefer lights off because why it heightens my other senses yes, yes that's what if i'm trying you, to say if you yeah. don't have if you can't really see the person the way that you feel smell sound like everything else is heightened and it's very arousing mm, mm-hmm, isn't it mm-hmm, that's yeah. what i love about it oh my gosh okay guys well I am going to take us to break, but make sure you stay around because I've got a bit of a sob story to tell oh. everyone. But we would love to hear from you, so follow us at Good Bitch Pod. See you soon. Okay, guys, you're back with Jules and Jodes. So 
have a little story to tell you, Jodes. Mm. It happened on Sunday and I've been holding out on you because yes. it's something that, yeah, I was tossing up whether to discuss, but it is important. So yes. let me get set the scene. So okay. like I said, I was on this rooftop um, on Sunday and then I was like, fuck, getting a buzz. So went back to the infamous laneway that me and my housemate always sit in and drink, my laneway and yeah. my house. Yeah, love. I love that laneway. Yeah, love it. So we're always like pumping tunes and sitting. We literally sit on the road because yeah. it's a one, like no one comes down that road. So it's pumping tunes, sit. Anyway, these like two beautiful, beautiful boys walk past like um, mm. flamboyant boys, mm. flamboyant, flamboyant. Mm. Mm. So they walk past and they're like, oh, my gosh, can we stick with you? And obviously, you know, I'm like the most inclusive person ever. Like, to, You'd be like, of course, mate. Yeah, of like, course, yeah. Put on the spag ball. My housemate's like, for fuck's sake, here she goes again. <laughs> fuck. Like, oh, my gosh, yes. Anyway. They sit down and then they're like, do you want to? Because they could see that I was just like so much more energetic than my housemate and her boyfriend just because they were just, you know, just, chilling. just chilling. But Minding here I business. am like, da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like do you want to come to the pub with us? I was like, fuck yeah. Go to the pub, meet all of their friends, invite everyone back to my house. Oh, you my, know, my God, ha- Housemate of the year here. Invite everyone back. And then they were like, do you want to come to this Surrey Hills party? And I was like. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea who these people are, but they're, everyone's in my house. Oh. And my housemate was like, you sure you want to go? You know, you sure you want to go? I was like, yeah, yeah I want to go. I want to go. So I go and I walk in with all of these people, like eight people. And it's actually fucking, it was pretty pumping. Hey, I was really? like, okay, house party. Still had my drinks in my hand. And I'm standing in the kitchen, just finding a place where to put the drinks and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And this girl pushes past me like mm. quite violently to, and oh. I, I said oh sorry because I, I thought I must have actually been walked in in front of her that the, the yeah. force was quite big that I was like oh fuck sorry like you know it's probably yeah. my fault and then she pushed past me and she side glanced me oh like you know and I said oh and then these guys started talking to me and um I was like oh, I'm sorry fuck is it that girl's house and I'm like yeah yeah and then I went up to her, I was like, I'm sorry, well, oh, is this your house? You know, just trying to be the nice, nice gal. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, it fucking is. And I was like, oh, oh. But to the point where I turned around thinking, wait, is she talking to me? You know, like. Oh, no, she did not. But it's just so strange because normally I'm like, I wasn't even on my crazy bullshit. Like it wasn't like I cartwheeled into the party. I just literally walked in with my drinks. Anyway, this isn't the actual story. Let me get into it. So. She walked outside and I could hear her bad mouthing me and I was just <gasps> and I was because you know I could hear her being like this effing bitch inside and I'm still holding my drinks, babe. And I'm so confused. What? I'm so confused. So I'm still holding my drinks. Anyway, then everyone turns and looks at me and these like two guys came, the, the guys I was talking to, they came back and they were like, You're gonna have to leave. And I was like, why? What? Yeah. I was like, why? And they were like, oh sorry, she just does this. And you know, I know. I know that there is more to this. Like, you know, it's her self-worth. She sees an attractive girl walking in, confident and spark, very tall. I know the vibe and I would have done that shit back when I was 18. But, you know, now I'm like, yay, girls to have to be more friends with. I think that's so fucking sad. Thank God I wasn't there because we would have had a fucking problem. Well, this is is what I wanted to talk about because I was holding my drinks and I've, I've been confronted with these, like, two people who I don't know being like you're gonna have to like I'm so sorry like and they I I could feel that they were genuine and they're like you're gonna have to leave and at that point I just realized I don't know anyone here I felt so alone and no one had my back you know like I was just standing there like that pisses me right the fuck off (laughs) and my anxiety I could not I knew that like my anxiety would have been lying to me because at that moment in time I felt like the everyone in the whole party was looking at me being like 
this girl's You're a loser. Judged. This girl's a loser, yeah. So I was holding my drinks and I was like, that's fine, I'll just go home. But I just truly felt so alone. <laughs> I hate that for you, Jules. That's I know. fucking bullshit. If they were going to be fucking stink bitches, why did they invite you and put you in that situation? Yeah, it was really, it was, anyway, it was so strange. It does, this story actually gets funny at the end because it's me and everything ends up being funny in my life. But I wanted to talk about it because that sense of loneliness yes. and not having anyone, and I know that this is a different circumstance, like, you know, I'd had a bit to drink and I was at a house party, but still that emotion, mm. I fucking hate yeah. So I want to today talk about loneliness and our yeah. experiences with feeling like the only one in the world or feeling like the only girl in the room who wasn't invited. Oh, my goodness. Well, so, don't get into yours. If it, if it, look, just on that, if it makes you feel better, this is, I actually got kicked out of a house party once too because they, it sounds ridiculous, but they were accusing me of doing coke when actually my, you know how bad my allergies yeah. get? <laughs> I know this bitch. Trust me, I'm trying to get this bitch to bend her, and she don't bend her. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing with you. Yeah. I had really bad hay fever that day. And I, kept, <laughs> I kept sneezing and blowing my nose, and they accused me of doing coke yeah. and said that you know I couldn't be doing that in their house. And I was like, you don't understand. I have hay fever. I'm not doing coke. I don't have anything on me. I'm not sneaking in the bathroom. They didn't believe me, and they kicked me out again. I mean, but also boring. <laughs> But the same thing. I felt like total shit yeah. and no one had my back no, either. No one has your back. It was the worst yeah, fucking Yeah, you do feeling. feel like the only person in the world. But oh tell me about goodness. maybe a lonely time in your life. Okay, so easily for me, I think the loneliest time in my life was when I moved from Tauranga. Mm. And I was 17 going on 18. And I knew no one mm. other than the chick, mm. one of my best mates from school that I moved mm-hmm. with. And I remember, it, it sounds so tragic like a movie, mm. but I remember walking around like the streets of the suburb mm. and I was just so lonely. So lonely. And I was literally, I would go on these like daily walks just like hoping to like meet someone yeah, yeah. and strike up a friendship. Yeah, really because, like movie shit. Like genuinely yeah, yeah. because I just, I was so lonely. I had no friends. I don't think I was working at this time. Yeah. I was so only, nothing to do as well which is a huge factor exactly mm. I didn't have and the person that I live with she had uni mm. so you know what it's like when you're at uni you're yeah. instantly thrust into friends and yeah. classes and you have people, people around your you. age whereas I didn't I was mm. like fucking modeling at that time mm. which was shit so well, that's all I had mm. I wasn't even working other than that and I remember thinking I would have just hung out with anyone and I think that's what led me to actually making a few bad choices mm-hmm. in terms of the people I was hanging mm-hmm. out with mm-hmm. because I was so desperate mm-hmm. for someone to be my friend yeah. right and yeah. give me that validation. And I just remember feeling really depressed about it at one point. Yeah. It's no surprise. Yes, no surprise. That I often feel lonely after, yeah, benders or a huge weekend on the grog, etc. Yeah. when the serotonin's low. But funny enough, something I don't think people talk about enough is I think the longest, loneliest period of my life was actually when I was in a relationship. Mm. And I think people would automatically assume because you're like booed up, you're fucking sweet, but often you're putting so much reliance on that person to be everything that yes. you are just once they're away. And this guy was away six months of the year. I was just fucking staring at the wall. A hundred percent. People don't realize if it's not the right connection or it's not the right relationship, you can feel just as, just lonely, as lonely in a relationship than when you're single. Yeah. The relationship will not always, you know, fill that void. You, that needs to stem from you. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, it can be really, really hard. But how do you go during COVID? Because this is a big one. And I think a lot of, a lot more people these days are experiencing loneliness, probably through no fault of their own. 
Oh my God. I, I struggled through COVID. I remember um, feeling, sounds silly, but I remember genuinely feeling worried. Like, how long is this going to go on mm. for? Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to meet someone mm. other than the fucking Uber delivery driver. Yeah. And even he won't respond to my messages yeah. half the time. You're just ordering that extra McFlurry just so he comes back. You're like, oh, hello, Pete. Hello. <laughs> how's, your, how's your night going? Oh, my gosh. Because you – when did you end the, your relationship with baby boy? Oh, you mean when he dumped me in so the kitchen? When you ended the relationship, yeah. yeah you're, you're keeping it real cute. Yeah, yeah. He – I think he broke up with me – it was like – End of October, mm, mm. early November. Mm-hmm. So that was in the middle of that COVID. Was in the middle, like yeah. shops and that, like things were still running. Yeah, it was still operating, but it was definitely in the middle of COVID. And um, I feel like, to be honest with you, I think it was about the sex for him. Yeah, and he was definitely filling my head up with pipe dreams mm. and, and BS just yeah. to kind of keep me there. Yeah. Like it was sort of a thing of convenience for him. And maybe I was leaning on that more than I should have been because of the COVID I was loneliness. Just about to say, in hindsight, yeah. were you just like so excited to have, have human someone, connection again? Yeah. Have some connection. It'd been ages since I'd like, you know, been intimate with anyone, like, you know, either emotionally mm. or physically. And yeah, COVID can be super isolating. As you know, I was working from home for a year. Mm. I've been working from home since last March. Mm-hmm. I've only now just started going back into the office a couple days a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're literally, and I'm not a big party girl, as you know, mm-hmm. so my whole world was pretty much the house. So it was yeah. nice to have someone to come over and, you know, hang out with. And yeah. we were pretty intimate. Like we were showered together and everything. Yeah. Like it was full yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, now I just started feeling all shit about that all over again. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. We're triggering ourselves accidentally. We're trying to give our fucking GB advice here. Yeah. Gosh, I think with my experience with COVID is I think I was – I am – or maybe one or two of my friends who actually got made redundant. And I think Mm. once you go through something that no one else has, I was Mm. the first, you do feel this sense of like – loneliness and no one understands yeah. me even though we're incredibly lucky even saying all this stuff I'm like you know we are going back into normal life so I do feel a bit sorry for our international listeners listening now yeah. they're like you have no idea how good you have it we yeah. do understand but Jodes and I wanted to bring up the difference between social isolation and loneliness now there is a difference there is a difference so I'm glad you put you you brought this up because social isolation is seen as you know the state of having a minimal contact with others mm. so exactly what we've all just been through with COVID and that very much differs from loneliness mm. and loneliness is is more so a subjective state of negative feelings mm. about having a lower level of social contact mm-hmm. than desired so the difference between having minimal contact and then feeling shit about having less social contact than we want because the thing is a person may be socially isolated but not lonely yes or they might be very connected in society but still feel very lonely yes yes yeah because research actually suggests which i completely agree with that the number of friends a person has is a poor predictor of their loneliness. So someone could have maybe one friend mm. and or two friends and feel completely satisfied mm. by those very quality solid, quantity. nurturing, quality friendships yeah. compared to someone who's maybe really seen as being very much the life of the party, mm-hmm. super popular, knows everyone, 
you know, the talk of the town, 50 friends, mm-hmm. that person could actually be very, very lonely because those those friendships aren't of quality. Mm-hmm. So as you say, it's very much, they're saying that it's very much quality over quantity mm-hmm. when it comes to our connections. Yeah. Well, even in um, when I went to the park the next day with one of my friends and I was telling him about what happened at the party and he was mm-hmm. like, you would have been fine though. You would have been fine. Someone like you would have been fine. And I was like, look, I no. know I know what you're trying to say, but it's you're not listening to me. I felt yeah. lonely in that moment and exactly what you're saying, life of the party, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's why it was so and important. And also to bring you up. would have felt very singled out and it yeah. made no sense. And it was super unkind what that girl did. And obviously, you know, us being the empathetic chicks we are, my thing is she's obviously going through something. That, that's exactly what I thought as well. She's obviously going through something to project on you like yeah. that. But she doesn't know what you've been going through. Mm. She doesn't know how you you might have felt that day or what it took for you to really push yourself up and be a, make a bit of an effort. So mm-hmm. that was fucked up of her. Do you have that address still? <laughs> Pink Jades. But why don't you think we ever openly admit that we're lonely? Yeah, it's an interesting – It's I, I won't use the word taboo, but it's not something mm-hmm. that you really hear your girlfriends even admitting, hey, like, hey, ever. babe, I'm feeling really lonely at the ever. moment. Yep. I think it's it's got to be a pride thing, right, mm. because – I personally think we're worried that it might make us seem less desirable yeah. because it's obviously it's human nature for us to want what's highly favoured. Mm. So if we're out there saying, oh, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, people, the outside perception could be that we're unwanted mm. or undesirable mm. because we don't have all these partners Mm. but the fact is loneliness can be a result of our own personal circumstances Mm -hmm. or even Mm self-sabotage like best believe I could be laid up with a different man any day of the goddamn week I do believe that right Mm -hmm. and I can easily make new friends Mm -hmm. right but I wouldn't be true to myself if I moved in that way Mm. because I'm well aware of what does and does not serve me Mm. so I'm really chasing those meaningful connections which I believe you know, they're harder to come by. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, yeah I, do. I certainly feel a bit lonely at the moment. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. I think as well for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, Julia, is that your ego talking? Because yeah. if I'm like, I'm scared to say to a friend, like maybe like, fuck, I'm just feeling lonely. Do you mind if um, I be invited to that? Because I'm like, my ego is like, no, because that's a pity invite. Whereas it's like, no, they'd love me so yeah, much. Yeah, they'd love you to come. They would love me to come, but I'm my ego sometimes. So I'm like, nope, that's ego talking. But in a weird fucked up way, mm. probably the reason why I don't admit I'm lonely on the days I'm really going through it is because I don't want to sound ungrateful. I don't. I'm, sometimes I'm like, fuck, you've got it so good. I've got so many people who love me, so yes. many besties. If anything, I'm like, fuck off, everyone. <laughs> like, cause I'm, I love my me time. So it's more, it's weird. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I don't yeah. want to act like I'm ungrateful and be like, oh, I've just got 10 friends. Where? You know? I also feel like you don't, you're not fully, fully comfortable yet with being vulnerable. Yes. The That's huge very thing. much a work yes, in yes. progress for huge you. Huge for me. Yeah. So it's that, you know, you're not wanting to let your defenses down and your guard down in that way. But yeah. I mean, it has to be said, GB tip of the week, feeling lonely is so normal. We all go through it. I think, you know, very much we need to honour, you know, the peaks and troughs of life because Mm. it makes you appreciate these lows, these lonely times make you appreciate the highs Mm. and the fun times and the loved up times Mm. so much more. But do not be afraid to speak out. Do not be afraid to reach out and actually voice that feeling Mm. to a friend or a loved one because your vulnerability as you know we're kind of learning Mm. is also your strength Mm -hmm. agreed and we are in a pandemic Mm -hmm. these aren't normal circumstances everyone's feeling more lonely than ever yeah i think yeah i agree too yeah so 
I mean, you can probably speak on this, but I think make sure you don't fall into bad habits. Yes. Hey, and that goes back into what I mentioned about some people are lonely because they're actually self-sabotaging. Yeah. And it's a vicious cycle. because it, it is. I know for me, it's like feel lonely, bender, overspend. Feel lonely, <laughs> bender, overspend. You know? It's a fun little cycle. Yeah, but I will say just to end on a, um, a bit of a woo-woo note, yeah. in my heart of hearts, Every time I've truly felt lonely and mm. like we're real dark days, it's because I was avoiding something or I wasn't where I was meant to be metaphorically. So I'm talking more so about me in Perth. I was mm. like, this, this ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah. Or me in that relationship. This ain't it. Like I think if you're happy, you're not supposed to feel lonely. It's true. You need to be really happy with yourself. Yeah. If you're truly comfortable with yourself, like I honestly can say now, mm. Yeah, I have those times where I feel lonely, but at the end of the day, I know I've got my own back yeah, and yeah. I know I'm making the moves that are right for me. Yeah. So even when you're, you know, in the depths of despair, mm. just know that there is a silver lining. There always is, though. <laughs> like, Sounds I, so cheesy. I hate saying this shit, but I, I'm like. I, now I want to, speaking of silver linings, I do need to finish this story because it does okay. get real. It gets funnier. Yeah, so, can you? Because uh, So anyway, so I've been kicked out of this party where I'm feeling like everyone's being, everyone's being mean to me. I've been mole. kicked out of this party. Mole. And it's just in Surrey Hills um, so I can walk home, hey? So I'm walking home and I'm walking through Surrey and I'm like, fuck it, I'm so hungry. Like, you know when you're like, Jesus mm, Christ, I've only mm. drunk today. Like, I'm so hungry. So I was like, I'll just go to Domino's, get me a cheeky little $5 number, you know, little chilli pepperoni. Yes. Um, so I walk in and I can already feel that there's this huge lump in my throat. Like, oh, I hate that feeling. There's this feeling of a huge lump in my throat. Anyway, so I go into Domino's and I'm like, can I please? I'm like, don't cry, Julia, don't cry. I'm like, can I please have a pepperoni pizza? And it's Sunday night. It's fucking Easter long weekend. And they go, we're closed. I said, what? Oh, no. I said, it says, it says midnight on the door. And he says, it's public holiday. We're closed at 10 today. And I go, I can't do anything right. And I start crying. Like, oh. and I, because I'm obviously just like, and I start literally, up. I can't breathe. Like I'm in, I'm in Domino's in Surrey Hills fucking on the floor there's three grown men behind the counter just staring at me they're looking at me and one of them is looking at me looking back at the kitchen looking at me and then he just turns around and he gives me someone else's order he gives me a pizza for free what a good and that made me cry even more so I'm walking home and I've literally got photo evidence I've got photo evidence so I'm walking home through the park sobbing into my pepperoni like 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 it was soaking wet and I literally I get home to my house, mate, push past her, like bawling my eyes. She goes, what's wrong? To her and her um, boyfriend, I said, everyone's being mean to me. <laughs> and she goes, well, you know, we love you. And we'll never leave you. I said, you don't count. <laughs> so like the biggest brat. But oh my goodness, guys, to wrap main topic up, I did just want to let you know there's always professional help out there. So Jodes and I are in no ways, <laughs> as, you can, as you can tell, no way we are um, professionals, but there is Beyond Blue. And I'm just going to put the number here. We'll put it in our show notes. So the number yeah. for Beyond Blue, which is a mental health organisation, is one three hundred double two four six three six. Now stay with us. We're going to go to break, but we have our confession and our question afterwards. Please follow us at Good Bitch Pod for all the juicy deets. <laughs> You're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes, and we're going to get straight into our listener question. Shout out to this GB in the DMs. Good morning, ladies. 
I've just come across your podcast and have been lolling all morning. We love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, I've got a question for you. I'm in a new relationship, but I'm not really sure about it. Mm. Honestly, it's because he slept with two of my best friends, my brother's missus, and has previously had a huge crush on my sister. It's a bit messy. He says I'm the one. He's madly in love with me and wishes all of that past stuff didn't happen. It just sits on my mind, to be honest. I would love your girl's perspective. Should we say the same thing? Three, two, one. Dump him! <laughs> oh, okay, no, we need to give some feedback. Yeah. Okay, Look, my initial thoughts. You go first. because My I mean, initial thoughts was as soon as you get really get off, I was like, soon it's going to be your bloody dog's cousin's best friend that he's also had something with shit. What irks us at the start of relationships are often what breaks us. Yeah. So the fact that this yeah. is so new and you've already felt the need to reach out to us, which we're so glad to have. We yeah. love you. Yeah. You've already felt the need to reach out. This is going to play so much on your mind. Yeah. And I don't, I don't respect that. I think this is all dribble what he's saying. I think you're – it sounds as if – I don't know how to say this nicely. Yeah, yeah. Just don't. It's kind Just of like the fuck in. It's kind of like last pick of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's he slept with all these people and he's had a crush on my sister. So he has known about you for a long time. Oh. And now he wants to love you. Oh, I didn't think about yeah. it from that angle. For me, I was kind of like, obviously, we're not – we're not into slut shaming or anything Absolutely like that. Not. I couldn't personally couldn't give a shit about how, how many people a guy slept with. Yeah, yeah. But for me, the red flag was that it just sounds like he's someone that sort of falls in love with everyone. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, he's he's already slept with two of your mates, your brother's missus. She's fucking getting a nudge too. Yeah. And he's been in love with your sister, but now he's saying that you're the one in love with me. I don't know. It's just it's given me red flags. It's it. It's giving me codependent energy. Like, yes. why is this man all over the shop? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I have a bad vibe about it. And as you say, if she's, all, if it's already lurking on her mind, mm-hmm. that to me this tells me. This will be me, the thing that ends it. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. subconscious is already uncomfortable. Yeah. So, and there's probably m- more reasons as to why that is. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, yeah, I think tune in because I think there's, there's, there's something amiss here. Yeah. Just be careful, my darling, also yeah. that he's not love bombing you. Yeah. And it's not because we know that that's a big red flag is when they come on. Easy come, easy go. As in when it comes to love this hard. Yeah, that's my thing. It may, it's hard because I don't know him. Mm. But um, but we hate you. <laughs> I just think, look, why, 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 why stress yourself, honey, when you could dump him? Yeah. I don't know, babe. I'm getting really bad, really bad vibes. And are you going to be kind of uh, afraid to bring him everywhere? Because you want to be proud of your mans. Yeah, and we do love little, you. Look at her. Look gorgeous, how gorgeous look, this little guy. gorgeous little she thing. She is Come so on. hot. So shout out to you. We feel like this is huge red flag territory. Yeah. I mean, I know that we always joke about dumping but it's all all signs of i mean look if the shoe fits yeah hey oh she says she feels awkward there's a great solution for that baby girl (laughs) (laughs) um we will we'll message you though because we want to keep updated we love keeping updated with all this tea yes we do now gvs for our confession i am so excited because today we actually have someone who's called in so you can um voice note us on um dms you can email us or dropbox us a voice note? Yeah, she literally just dropboxed us. Yeah, she's like recorded her. What a fucking good fucking bitch. Good bitch. Eh? Recorded her voice um, and just sent us the voice recording of her confession. So mm. honestly, 
We'll take whatever works for you, bitches. Yep. So here, without further ado, here it is. Here it is. All right, I'm going to try and get on my thoughts because i got some fucking tea to spill. <laughs> yes. I went on a, um, on a date with this guy. I matched on Tinder. When I don't even know when the fuck we matched, but we matched on Tinder. We went on a date on Sunday night and... Throughout the night, man, there were some racial slurs being fucking thrown and I was gaslighted. Like, I didn't know how to react. I was just like vocally shocked the whole time. (laughs) The date was okay. It was nice. I was kind of like, I'm tiptoeing back into dating. So I'm just like trying to navigate this fucking landscape of 2021 dating and recklessness. Um... He said, he commented on my eyes, how they were a bit slanted. Um, He's saying like, oh, I have the same eyes. I like your eyes. They're a bit small, like some shit like that. It was like just bizarre. And then he called me exotic and I was like, what the fuck do you mean by that? And he's talking about you're different looking, blah, blah, blah. Like they're trying to be complimenting, but I don't know. It just rubs the shit way. Like it's not fun. Um... We had great conversation throughout the night. He's from the UK, he's a Nigerian boy. We went back to my place, listened to music, had fun doing that, I was showing him some Australian hip hop. Um, and then we started giving each other massages. Oh. And then after he gave me a massage, he was like, all right, $50, please. And I was like, oh my fucking God, here we go. He <laughs> but won't. a girl was in <laughs> I was just like, trying to get my dick you know I was just trying to get my nut it's what it is sometimes and then after we finished doing the dirty he <laughs> before that actually I made him go get condoms from 7-eleven like I didn't have any girls gotta get what she gotta get good girl so he went and got condoms ran to 7-eleven in the cold whatever um, after we did the dirty he threw the fucking condom on my floor and I was like yo that's my floor. Like, pick that up. Like, don't do that. What he f- picked it up and threw it at me. And I was like, rah, like, this man is cool. <laughs> what the fuck is happening to me? Man's left. I let him go. He texted me the next day. I still haven't hit him back. Let it bang. Let, let, let it fucking, fucking bang. go. What the fuck is wrong with these men's? Oh my gosh. Where do we even start with this one, Jules? I am like, where does he live? We're going straight now. Like, what the fuck? He's a fucking mess. I'm, but you know when something is such a train wreck that you are, I'm uh, 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 actually. Uh, I just don't know shocked. what to say. I'm fucking shocked. I actually forget because I only surround myself with like-minded people. I forget that people are still so fucking racist. It's, and it's fucked up. Fucked. Um, so a lot to unpack here, and I think this actually circles back. I know she was like, I want to get my nut. Yeah. Circles back to that loneliness thing of not making the best decisions. When you when you're feeling feeling lonely, vulnerable and lonely, it's honestly fucked up. She is a um, a trooper because I think Mm. one of the as soon as you said the first comment, I would have been like, "You're paying for this fucking where were they sushi? I don't know. You're paying for this meal. I'm I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I I would have fucking gapped today. But fuck, you know. Well, we have to know, GBs. If you uh, if GBs, yeah, we have to know, GB. If it was actually worth it 
dicking down because to me, I my mind, my world would have to be rocked to put up with that much. And even then, I, I, don't, I don't think I could. I'd rather masturbate. Oh my gosh! But. Loving these voice notes. Loving the voice notes. We will chase up with you, GB. We, we need a, you know what? We, we're going to send someone down from Sydney, mm-hmm. a, a man for you, because we just hate this so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the audacity. It's it, the sheer audacity of him. Honestly, if he lived in Sydney, we'd have a big problem. Oh my God. Because I'd be pulling up for real. Should we bounce? Let's bounce. All right, GBs, that's it from your gals for another week. As always, make sure you show us some love on our Instagram at goodbitchpod if you're not following already. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.